The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Crystal Nudie. Sit on down at my nine-foot homemade oak bar. You got 30 minutes of good from Evergreen Park for the surrounding area as well. And it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, who are dedicated to supporting this area with great banking tools and friendly service. They are a true community bank that provides this neighborhood with customized financial solutions like total access checking. That's an account with free ATMs nationwide. When you open up a total access checking account today, you get a $300 bonus. Open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP or get in there at 95th and Pulaski and say hello. $100 required to open, requirements to qualify, member FDIC. Ahead on this show, we have so much going on. We've got an Evergreen Park boat captain. We have the latest information on the 4th of July parade, what happened today at the park and some other activities and events you're gonna to wanna to know about. I'm also bringing in the First National Bank of Evergreen Park to help out my kid as he starts his first business. He's gonna need an account. We're gonna talk about it. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar is a good friend of the show who we've talked to a lot. Sometimes she brings in a choir, a chorus, uh, a bunch of uh, kids to put on a performance. She's down here by herself today, so I don't know. Are you gonna be singing a song, Amy Kazan? Not today. No? Nope. No song from you at all. Nope. Is there what what entertainment are you bringing to the EP podcast? What, why are you here? Because our summer camp show is underway and performances are coming up at the end of the month. This is summer camp, so this is probably not high school kids. These are like grammar school kids that are hanging out at the high school. Is that right? A uh, little bit of both. Our oh. youngest camper is nine. Our oldest camper is eighteen and just graduated. Wow. Okay. So it's a theater camp then. Correct. What What is the play that you're working on right now? We are working on Willy Wonka Jr. Why Jr.? Um, the Jr. version is just a little bit shorter. It's great for the camp experience. And they changed the keys of some of the songs to make them easier to sing for some younger voices so that we can feature some younger folks. What What is your favorite Willy Wonka or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie? Is it the, the Gene Wilder one or is it the much weirder, complex Johnny Depp one? So probably because of my age, I am partial to the Gene Wilder. I thought he was creepy enough as it was. Um, the Johnny Depp version for me was a little too dark. I still like the feel good, the underdog wins kind of vibe that comes from this story. Yeah. And so, you know, the bright colors and the lollipops and the the candy canes and all of that. Right, and the snozberries taste like snozberries. Correct. Right, exactly. Is this play, the junior one, probably closer to that kind of vibe then? It is definitely closer to the Gene Wilder. Good, because the Johnny Depp one was like if Michael Jackson was Willy Wonka. It was just weird (laughs) to me. The whole thing was just really, really strange. Okay, well, I like this movie, and I think a lot of people that come to a, a play like this have already seen the movie maybe maybe there was a book beforehand they're they're familiar with the characters do you get a lot of kids that already have an idea as to what is going to happen when they come in and do you find yourself saying okay yeah i know that this happens in the movie or whatever but that's not what's going to happen in the play what what is it like when you're teaching really familiar stuff to uh to a group it's a great question it's actually hard it's a lot of pressure on the staff and on the cast when the audience is going to know things um one of the Probably one of the most difficult shows I ever did at Evergreen was The Wizard of Oz, just because 
everybody knows it and everybody knows what to expect. And so all of a sudden you've got this bar that everybody has set from having seen the film and they're expecting to come in and see the film live on stage. That's really hard. It throws people off a little bit. It's hard to yeah. do. It's I wanna, hard to do. I want to say back in the long time ago at uh, St. Dennis Grammar School, I played the Cowardly Lion in The Wizard of Oz. And it was four nights and there was a second song that was added in. Yep. And I guess it was like, I want to say that that's the, a different version of it, but there's this extra song. And every night I had to explain to somebody that I, we didn't just make that up because it wasn't part of the movie. So it threw people off. Like while I was singing something that I had put all this time into, you could see quizzical faces like, what is this he's singing? I don't remember this. That, that must be difficult. No, exactly. Um, one of the things, though, that is important for the kids to learn is that their interpretation of the character doesn't have to be the same as what was in the movie. Right. You know, the the student that's playing Wonka has some really, really great acting instincts. And so I told him, you're not allowed to watch anything else. Now, if you did to prepare for auditions and stuff, that's great. But you can't watch anyone else anymore because I don't want you to be Gene Wilder. I don't want you to be Johnny Depp. I want you to be Willy Wonka the way that you envision that character. And we're going to work together and make sure you're getting that vision across. But it's important for the growth of the performer to really be able to take ownership of what their vision of the character is. You're in the summer, you're doing this camp. I would imagine it's an awful lot of work. You also finished off a, a school year recently, and you're the person I pretty much go to to find out what the vibe is over at the high school. How did it finish off? How did everything go? I saw that they had prom. I saw pictures recently posted online. It looks like everybody like finished off with a bang at the end of the year and probably felt back to normal, I would assume, towards the end of it as well for you, which must have been, I remember you and I talked over the last couple of years and what it was like and everything like that. And I, every time I saw a picture of the the back end there at, at Evergreen Park Community High School, I thought of you and I was like, Amy must be so happy. Yeah, it was great. Um, I was there for all of those end of the year events. Honors night was back in person. The music department banquet was back at the banquet hall with the DJ you know, prom was on the Mystic Blue and Navy Pier. You know, they were able to have dinner and dancing on the boat the whole night. Um, graduation was back in person again, you know, and inside because it's cooler. Uh, yeah, it everything very much looked as close to normal as we've been. Um, you know, people are certainly masking as they feel comfortable doing so. Um, but other than that, things are going. I think a lot of folks were t really tired at the end of the year and kind of happy to see <laughs> this one closed so that we can continue to move forward. But there's sports camps going on along with our camp at the school. Bridge and summer school have all started. So, you know, there's there's activity in the building every day. Now, Willy Wonka's coming and uh, we're going to have this uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory performance. And it is going to be when, how do people get tickets? How do they view it? Give me the details. The show is on Wednesday, June 29th at 7. Okay. And Thursday, June 30th at 10 in the morning. We're doing a morning show so we can bring our day camp kids over to see. Um, so it's that parade week. We're going to take care of that midweek lull for you, and then you'll be rested for the parade on Friday. That is awesome. And Glenn Panuski on this episode as well uh, with the, the reschedule of the George Washington Slep here. So yep. we're going to have... 
two big performances going on leading into the parade. I think he's his reschedule is the weekend before the parade. Correct. You then have this going on in the middle of the week. Then we have the parade. I'll be out there. I'm in the tent. Supposedly, they're giving me a microphone. I don't know how that's going to work out. That's okay. exciting. I can't wait for this week. It's going to be so much fun. So we've got Wednesday and Thursday performances. If somebody wants to get tickets, get more information, website, where, how, where do they go? They can go to the website. They can go to any Evergreen social media pages. We're posting pictures on the ticket link. There will also be tickets available at the door. Remember, if you're in Evergreen Park or in the surrounding area, the absolute best and authentic Mexican-American food you can find is just outside of the EP at Americano's Restaurant, just north of 111th and Western. I raved about the empanadas last week. They're incredible. They have a menu of tortas at Americano's that is revolutionary, I would call it. Fried chicken, steak, pork belly. They even do an amazing take on a cheeseburger. And do not forget that taco menu, everything from the brisket to the spicy pork with the pineapple on it, fish and shrimp tacos. You know I love their pork belly tacos. Spicy, good. Big, beautiful bar, extensive selection of tequilas, whiskeys, beers, and wine. And make sure you try the Cadillac Margarita, all premium and fresh squeezed ingredients. Stop in for lunch, date night, bring the whole family anytime. Catering options available. Check it all out at americanosrestaurant.com and visit them today. 11060 Southwestern Avenue. Joining me on the phone line right now, he's calling me busy at work over at the Evergreen Park Community Center, our good friend Glenn Panuski on the line. How are you, Glenn? I am doing very well and happy to be back. I miss being down there at the bar, but uh, next time. That's okay. (laughs) Don't worry about it. You've been busy and uh, you finally got the Rona. Uh, Welcome to the club. Uh, Most of us have been in it at some point over the last couple of years. And that that held off the play, which I know is disappointing for you. I mean, for all the things that you do, I think that when you're doing the live theater, that's probably the thing you enjoy the most. Am Am I wrong about that? You had to push it back. We had to push it. Yeah, it is something that, you know, we do it because we love it. You know, it's it's a hobby, you know, uh, and I'm very fortunate to be able to run the program, you know, here through the recreation department. Uh, but, oh, yeah, I mean, we were just about to hit uh, production week and the Monday morning, you know, and I've been dealing with some allergies anyway, as, as many of us do. And then that Monday morning I woke up and it was just different. You know, and I think people who have had it just know it's something different. So I took the uh, rapid test and bang, bang, those two those two lines came in yeah. awful quick. I'm yeah. like, you've got to be kidding me. So the thing is, Glenn, this is uh, this has been interesting to me with the uh, the rapid test, uh, because it's it's really the only way a man would ever know what it was like to do a test and then wait for the lines to pop up, right? Wasn't that always just pregnancy tests and now we all get to do something like that? Now I understand that. I kind of get that whole like standing there, look at the test, walk away from the test, go back to the test, uh, how much time until the test is done. Like that's something I don't think most of us males would have ever experienced in our life. And, and and if this test had come back saying that I was pregnant, I would have said, hey, we've got a <laughs> malfunction here, you know. All right. So uh, George Washington Slept Here is the name of the place. So when is it rescheduled for? When When is it happening? Give me the details, location, everything. Uh, we are going to be opening up Thursday, June the 23rd uh, at 730 at the Senior Center with a second performance Friday the 24th 
again at 7.30. Now, we can't do the Saturday show because, again, juggling you know, a cast of 14, trying to get everybody together again, we, you know, we did have a conflict or two that we, you know, hit the uh, for that Saturday night. So we will be dark on Saturday, but then we will be there at 3 o'clock on Sunday, the, uh, June the 26th. A uh, very funny show, and it's kind of nice that it's kind of right before uh, Fourth of July, you know, right before that weekend, you know, kind of, kind of apropos. Uh, hey, everybody needs a laugh, and so you know, please uh, come on out. The tickets are available here. But those folks who can't order tickets are in the process of being uh, contacted. You know, uh, when would you like your new date to be? That kind of a thing. So to reschedule this, you know, yeah, it was, you know, it, it was a little tricky, but you know. My heart goes out to Holy Redeemer, you know, with having to to reschedule that, you know, that carnival. Like you there, you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars and rescheduling bands and this and that. So, you know, uh, me rescheduling this was really just a minor uh, inconvenience compared to what those folks are going through. And I'm glad that it's working out for them. Yeah, well, you know, uh, there's a shortage of carnies. I was surprised by that. But uh, yeah. there are shortages everywhere. Uh, there's uh, rising prices and now you don't have enough people to run the rides. Uh, but luckily they're going to, they're going to be doing it and who knows, maybe it works out better. I mean, a heat wave, basically they would have been doing it in. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll get even more pleasant weather or it'll be 142 in July. I have no idea. <laughs> no clue whatsoever at this point. The, the other thing, yeah, as far as the heat, yeah, just you pray for a nice day for that. And also pray for a, a, a nice day, at least on Friday, July 1st, you know, because uh, the, the parade goes on. And so uh, Abby Murphy will be in uh, the parade. You know, we had that Grand Marshal, you know, months ago. But then there was a situation where she, they was, she was thinking she might be in a tournament somewhere or out of state. But uh, they did tell me that, you know, rec department you know, who brought Abby in, you know, they did confirm that she will be there. So you will not be interviewing a cardboard cutout of Abby Murphy, which is where we were thinking we might have had to go, you know, with this thing. All right, so that, she, would have been, yeah. that would have been weird. It would have been weird to have a cardboard cutout of the Grand Marshal yes, going yes. down the street. I think it would have been weird for Abby, and she wouldn't even have been here for it. So you got you got the, the parade, and then uh, fireworks are at Duffy this year, right? Exactly right, yeah. It sounds like an awful lot of fun. Can't wait for it. Anything else you want to give us before I, I get you out of here? Stuff going on with the, the rec department, youth department? Well, yeah, obviously the rec department, the big thing now, the village and the rec department working on the parade. Now, just to answer people's questions, no, there is no day in the park anymore because what they've done that is taken that and packaged it up and drop it into, you know, late September, early October as an Oktoberfest, you know, because to have the two of those events within, literally within in four or five days with such a drain. And then usually, you know, you're on that pavement a day in the park and it can get hot, you know. So, I mean, at least those, those little festivities are spread out a little bit because I'm, I'm reading a lot of that. What happened a day in the park? It's still there. It's just that we, we rebranded it and put it in a different uh, time of the year. Um, oh, see, yes, and this is the other thing people have been asking about is that memories to go, you know, the, uh, uh, the village-wide garage sale that will take place on Saturday, September the 10th. And you, uh, if you want to get a table or a booth, those are available now for uh, 50 bucks for inside the ice rink or 35 out in the parking lot. You know me, I will walk through that thing looking for typewriters. 
And uh, coming up here in July, you know, Paisha, who I'm sure Paisha Allen from the Youth Department will probably want to talk to you about this soon, but she's got the uh, Historical Commission bike tour coming up at the end of July, the uh, the 30th. And uh, we've talked before, if I had a bike, I'd be on it. But uh, <laughs> You don't have a bike, Glenn? Hold on a second. You don't have a bike? I have, I have a bike up in my workout room, and I could pedal on it for 45 minutes at a time, which I do. But it won't go anywhere. You know what I mean? So now you know how to ride a bike, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so just it's, just, it's just a matter of not having a bike. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So maybe if I can find you a bike, you can do it. Maybe we can find you a bike. Somewhere. You know? Okay. Yes. I want a little red Schwinn <laughs> long handlebar like I had when I was in sixth grade. You know what I mean? You want tassels on it? Yeah. No. No. No tassels. <laughs> It is now time for your EP Podcast Bulletin Board, brought to you proudly by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to help you with an alternative. They also have great CBD products available, a knowledgeable staff, and they've been around forever. They know what they're doing in there. Check them out online at coolcloudsvapor.com or stop in and say hi, 3837 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. The Evergreen Park Youth Department sponsoring a co-ed sand volleyball league. This is for high school students and it kicks off July the 13th. It's going to be in Duffy Park, 92nd in Lawndale. It's $160 per team and it's a six-week league. So get some kids together, form your team, and then call the youth department at 708-229-3377 if you have any questions. You've heard me talk about Sid Sauce. That's the Evergreen Park couple. They started a hot sauce company. It's delicious. They've been on the show before. It's the only place I get my hot sauces from. So many different ones to choose from. They offer free delivery right here in this area, door to door. Hot sauce is good for the immune system. It contains beta carotene, antioxidants, and it also speeds up your metabolism. It makes food hot, more delicious, put it on everything. Check out Sid Sauce on Facebook. It's the best way to reach out, see what they have to offer, and order. Evergreen Park Library's Read Beyond the Beaten Path program continues all the way until the end of July. It's a great thing for kids. My six-year-old is actually filling it out. Every time he reads a book, it encourages summer reading. This week on the 22nd, that is Wednesday, They've got bugs, they've got reptiles over at the library. Bugs Alive is going to be 1 p.m. until 1.45. Reptiles up close to until 2.45 at the Evergreen Park Library. You can register all the way up until the day of on the 22nd. Evergreenparklibrary.org. For each and every one of us, life is changing, and most of the time those changes are exciting to embrace. We celebrate milestones in our life, but at some point you might need some help around the house. Hibernian Home Care Service wants to help you. If you are a loved one recovering at home from an illness or hospitalization, suffering from dementia, living with a chronic health condition, terminally ill, or just a fall risk, learn more at HibernianHomeCareService.com or call Mary Murphy. 708-634-2450. And last on the bulletin board, remember, if you need to put something on the bulletin board, reach out to us at theeppodcast.com. 
Uh, but not least on the bulletin board, my son Dominic is sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. Uh, he does not normally jump on the show. You're here because you got this new business, right? You want to promote it on the bulletin board. You and your buddy have started a lawn care business. Is it just mowing? What is it? Um, It's everything from mowing to, I mean, any services that you would want us to do. Anything? Yes. All right. So, like, you'll, you'll, you'll cut down a tree. No. <laughs> I love that. You can't say anything, big guy. You gotta. Okay, so I, I, the way I see it, I saw your flyer that you put together mowing, edging, and then, you know, basic yard work type stuff, right? Yes. Stuff that a 14 year old boy could do, right? Exactly. You, you can't just like take out an evergreen tree no. that's, you know, like two stories high. That's not, that's that's outside of your purview, is what you're telling me. Yes. Right, all right. And the, and the prices are pretty solid. It looks like it starts at about 20 bucks to mow a lawn. It starts at $20 to mow the lawn. And if you want edging, it's a, it starts at 25 all right, and then you look at it, and it, just in case it's like a corner house, you might you might charge them a little bit extra. Yeah, we want to look at the lawn before we. Uh, you do it. it, yeah, because you'll you'll get caught doing that. I, I used to have a lawn cutting business myself, and uh, they used to get me all the time on that. Oh yeah, sure, that's a great price. You show up, the guy has a farm. You just didn't know that there was a farm in your area. Name it a business. Uh, Jake and Dom's Lawn Service. What's the phone number? Uh, the phone number is seven zero eight six three nine. Five four five eight. Our next guest getting over here to the bar to sit down next to you and is going to talk with me uh, is from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park because we need to we need to figure out what we're going to do with all this money you're going to make. We got to keep it someplace. You can't keep this in a sock in your drawer. We got to put it inside of a bank. Exactly. For years now, uh, proudly sponsoring the EP podcast has been the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. And little did I know, there was a completely different person in charge over there. Laura L. Ali is sitting down here with me. How are you, Laura? Hi, good, Chris. How are you? Thank you for inviting us over again and again. Well, I I appreciate you coming over, first of all. And I appreciate all you guys do for the podcast. And that's why I like to have you on every once in a while. And I wanted to kind of celebrate some awards that you've been given and have you kind of explain them to me. Uh, Like the first one is you won the JD power award. I don't understand what the JD power award is because sometimes I'll watch a commercial and a car company will say they won the JD power award. Like this seems like this is a, an award that goes across like any kind of business. What is this and why did you win it? So the JD Power Award, it's actually the highest customer satisfaction award. Uh, it's an, an, it does hit different type of businesses. Banking, it's one of those businesses that that uh, award could be awarded to. The JD Power Award in banking means this bank has been surveyed by their customers. And in many categories that they have, they kind of scored one of the highest uh, of customer satisfaction. And that's why uh, Wintrust as a company, as our parent company, including all our Wintrust locations and our community banking uh, uh, branches, that we won that award. And we won that award back in 2017. And ju- during the hardest time of the pandemic in 2021, we won that award again. That's amazing. It's incredible to me. And I, and I will say from my own personal experience, and I originally was with a bigger bank. When I made the switch, I... I I had this thing where I'm, I'm using Intuit QuickBooks for like all of our billing for our commercial ads. I, I was doing a lot of things where there was money moving online. I remember going to you guys and something wasn't lining up and it was almost instantaneous. There was a fix, but then I could see the website changed in a couple of weeks because you guys were like, we have a business that does things differently. We should fix this for them. I don't think I would have gotten that anywhere else. I'll be honest with you, uh, Chris, thank you for mentioning that. This is one of the uh, best thing uh, about us as a Wintrust company and as uh, Beverly Bank, community uh, branches of Wintrust. It's we listen. 
and this is what the customer needs. It's it's a listening ear and then put the change in place. Instead of looking what other uh, banks is doing, we listen to our customers. What are you looking for? What do you need? And speaking about that, we just listen to our customers and they all kind of voice that they want a new digital app and a new digital platform. And guess what? Coming July July 18, it's gonna be the rollout of our new digital platform. And it's we are so excited about it. Not because it's new, it's actually because we got to experience it right now and try it out. So I have downloaded the app on a pilot program and I'm using it. It's phenomenal. It's user friendly. That's what that's what I care user, about. That's exactly to me, what I To me, I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> like, look, I, I every once in a while I have to go to like one of my kids and be like, look, dad's got to do this thing for his for his business. And I don't know how to do this. Like my, my biggest fear is I'm going to have to start TikToking soon because everybody's on it. And I'm like, there's no way I'm getting on there and singing a song like a 14 year old girl. Like, I, I just can't bring myself <laughs> to do it. But everybody's on the thing. You're all right. And I just you know, first of all, I don't have to do that on your app. Right. There's not an option where I sing on the app. Right? No, you can't. That's okay. not yet. <laughs> all right. That's that's good. But you friendly I think makes sense to me because like like I again I'm I'm an idiot when it comes to tech people think that because I do a podcast well he must be really technically sound no I'm not and be honest with you our app it doesn't just require to be a technical savvy because even us in the banking industries I mean we really we not that technology savvy on the front line probably our marketing department is our IT department is but your day-to-day people we really just like everybody else so no our app actually it's very user-friendly it got that new fresh look and every buzz and whistles that people have been talking about like I want Zell on my uh, on my app I want this on my app and that's why we try to listen and carefully create the platform that they need I have some kids that uh, have gotten older I have one now that's about to turn 17 in the fall I've got one that's on his way to high school the two of them are making money one of them's getting paid in cash and when he wants to go to a White Sox game you have to use a card only because of some stupid policy that they've come up with. The other one, she she also needs to be able to pull stuff off of Venmo when people pay her that way for babysitting jobs. Her regular job that she just started, she's getting a paycheck. She, she has to keep track of all of it, and they need to have a card. I think that's the main thing. I think the kids need an app. It sounds like you're going to have one, but they also need to have something they can carry around and use that's a, that's a piece of plastic. Even when she goes and gets gas, she needs a piece of plastic. How are you guys set up for kids when they need accounts? So this is actually the transition period for a lot of parents, and not many parents know that we don't just have a junior saving account to teach kids how to save at a young age, but we also, we transition them and we transition with them. So we do have our accounts that are student accounts where it's going to give the kids an ability to be on the account with the parents, uh, one of their parents, and also have the accessibility for not just the online banking, but also the debit card. So the child themselves, they do have the debit card that they will be able to use. Can I still peer in on what they're doing? At this yes, age? Okay. Absolutely. Till they're That's adults, why, I can peer in on them, That right? is correct. Up okay. to the age of 18, we require a parent to be on the account with the child, okay. uh, with the minor. So when we open those student accounts, but it's a student checking account that, that, that actually they'd be able to use. This way, they're not on your account. They're not on your card either. You're not giving your card because that's something we don't recommend. So they have their own accounts. You're managing their own account and they have their own debit card. You have another award that you got. I don't want to let you out of here before you talk about it. Sure. This is more of um, 
Well, tell everybody about it because I think that you can kind of uh, puff your chest out as a bank oh, for getting yes. this one. You guys, you guys can kind of like stand a little taller and be like, whoo look what we got. So tell, I mean, tell everybody what you got. At Wintrust, we are actually very proud of all the work that, that everybody putting together. We are extremely pleased to announce that we have won several Greenwich Excellent Awards. And this is our seventh win. And this is actually unique because it's more toward the business and the lending. And that's for all the work that we put in during the pandemic. That's for all the PPP loans. That's for all the standing with actually a lot of the business customers uh, for their lending. So we were um, happy again and proud to announce that, that we won that award. That's incredible. You guys are like the super bank. Is that what you're, you are? You're like the bank in the area? Is that what you came in here to tell me today? We are the bank that's actually put the customer first. That's and awesome. Absolutely first. That's yeah. what we are. Well, that's why I'm with you. That's why I, I, you know, I'm always super proud that when the EP podcast logo's up there, it says presented by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. I'm also really happy to meet you as well. And and Lara El Ali, she is the uh, new person in charge over there at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. It was really nice to meet you. And we will talk soon. Thank you so much, Chris, for inviting us again. And we love to have you as a customer. As the EP podcast rolls on, you may be looking for some medical equipment. When I say medical equipment, you're like, no, no, I don't I don't need that. Well, CPAP machine, it's medical equipment. Uh, you need some oxygen tanks for you or somebody that needs oxygen. You want to pick up an extra tank. It doesn't need to be as inconvenient to pick up things to take care of a loved one, to keep them independent in their home, to keep yourself independent and in your home. Right here in Evergreen Park, we have Hyatt Home Medical Equipment on 95th Street, brand new showroom. Ramps that go up into the house, you need to retrofit the bathtub. Diabetes management, they've got everything at Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. And they work with your insurance, they make it very easy to get the equipment right here locally. There's a perk to that. You have a question, Hyatt Home Medical Equipment is right here. If you mention the EP podcast, you're also getting a discount. So why not check them out at hhme.com or stop in today at 3518 West 95th Street to Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. Sitting down here at the 9-foot homemade oak bar, I have a boat captain from the south side. This seems weird to me, Ray Novak. Uh, how are you, first of all? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day out. Yeah, you got four four tours today. With your company, uh, Chicago Fireboat Tours, and we're going to get into that and what you do. But I just find it interesting. Like, first of all, did you grow up on the south side? I grew up right here in Evergreen Park. Yeah? Until uh, I was about in sixth grade, and then my parents moved out west uh, to Lamont. But then here I am again with my family back in Evergreen Park. So you're an EP and Lamont guy. Yeah. How does getting out on the water start? Well, I got out uh, on the water from actually being in Scouts. I'm uh, half Lithuanian, and my mom, she was a scout uh, growing up in the Lithuanian community, and uh, she signed me. She was going to sign me up to be a what we call a land scout, so you're a Boy Scouts. This gentleman was walking down the uh, stairs while we were getting ready to sign up, and he said, "Hey, you want to go on boats? You want to go sailing and and be on the water?" <laughs> Random dude just walking I, along, yeah, and he goes, and I "Forget said, that, be on the water." I said. Uh, that sounds good to me, uh, and that was like when I was five years old, and ever since then I was a Sea Scout. Uh, my I have two younger brothers; they became Sea Scouts, and it was uh, such a great uh, uh, thing in my life that I think it it made me want to be in the Navy, and I w was in the Navy for four years too. Tell me a little bit about Chicago Fireboat Tours, because to me it sounds like you have a fireboat, you've converted it, and you're you're taking people out. 
Yeah, so this boat was uh, built in 1936, put in service for the city of Chicago in 37, and then retired in 81. She was the first of her kind. She was the first diesel-powered fireboat for the city of Chicago, um, and in the nation, I should say, too. So it was a lot of firsts. So it's an actual piece of Chicago history as opposed to some of the other uh, boat companies out there. They do a fine job. But they talk about architecture and they talk about history. But we do the same. But we, you're actually on a piece of the history. Do you get to fire the uh, the water cannons off? You know, yeah, can you still like, do that on that the, boat? <laughs> that's like the number one question we get on our <laughs> boat. Uh, unfortunately, when she was decommissioned uh, and then converted into a tour boat, uh, they did remove two of the pumps because one of the four pumps that were on the boat were uh, seized. Uh, and then they pulled all the piping out and stuff like that because uh, they had to lighten the load a little bit to accommodate the the amount of weight that you're going to be putting on it as passengers. Okay. Um, you know, it, it, the other question I get is, uh, where do you get the water from? Because, it, <laughs> it, well, it's the a lake good, or it, the river, whatever that, you're in, that, right? That, that is the well, answer. People, but, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. People think you're storing the water yeah. on the well, boat. I mean, if you think about it, you know, it's an engine, right? Because it, 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 it holds water, like, right. you know, on land, you know, engines and, and trucks are two different things. And so we're engine 41. So they, you know, some people might think that, hey, you know, you might have some tanks on the boat. <laughs> I don't think we. You know, the I, boat, I'm sorry. I know you're trying to explain it, <laughs> but but I think if somebody asks you that question, it that is, it's a dumb question. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you try to resist to roll the eyes. I I heard as you came in here this morning to sit down, multiple uh, lake and river tours planned today, yep. a sunset cruise and fireworks. Yes, that you're doing. You got them all in just one day. This is like your busiest day. I. I know you've got lots to do, but uh, if people want to check this out, uh, I'm going to give out the website, fireboattours.com, and you can also give them a ring at 312-919-3367. There is a longer version of this interview right now, anywhere podcasts can be found, and always at southsidepod.com. Check it out. You can hear more about Ray getting into being a sailor, going into the Navy, and eventually back on the water in the Chicago area on his own fireboat. It's fantastic. It's a solid story, man. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us. I I appreciate the time. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com.